This is the third collection of weekly columns that I have written in the Indian Express. The first two were separated by 10 years, 2006 and 2016. The columns of 2015 were published in early 2016 under the title Standing Guard, A Year in Opposition. The book was received warmly by readers and reviewers. Another year in the opposition in 2016 and part of the year as a member of the Rajya Sabha gave me greater opportunity and freedom to comment on current affairs and the output is this collection of 54 columns, one on every Sunday of the 52 weeks of the year, a special column immediately after the terrorist attack on the Air Force Station at Pathankot and one after the presentation of the budget. After the success of the last collection, the publication of these columns was a natural outcome and I hope that readers and reviewers will receive this book with equal warmth. There is nothing more educative and rewarding for an active political person than to keenly observe the events as they unfold around him and sit down to write a reasoned comment on that. Writing a column is fraught with risks. Instant judgments could turn out to be terribly wrong. The actors in an event may have the power to change the narrative or reinterpret the event. Yet, the writer must write every week. He will pause, reflect on an event, gather the facts, commit his thoughts to paper and be prepared for any eventuality. I did precisely that through 2016. Never once did I forget that I was a member of the opposition and my primary task was to perform the role of the opposition in a democracy. That is why this collection is called Fearless in Opposition, Power and Accountability. I ask the readers to bear in mind that I belong to the opposition, not to some enemy camp, and I am performing my assigned role in a democracy. Every day I observe, read and listen to a number of people. When I travel, which is quite frequent, I meet more people, listen to them and ask them questions. The subject for the columns occur naturally. I choose the subject that is relevant and topical that week. Writing the first draft is the easy part. The difficult and time-consuming part is getting the data that will provide heft to the column. I have a fine researcher who helps me get the data and also takes the responsibility of verifying the data. The final task is to chisel the column to fit into the limit of 900 words. I spend a lot of time chopping and changing before I am satisfied that the column is readable and makes the point that I wished to make. I like to write short sentences. Since the columns are written in English, which is neither my mother tongue nor the mother tongue of most of my readers, I think it makes sense to write in simple language and keep the sentences short. I place the facts and give my opinion in the comments and conclusions. I do not use harsh language, but in giving my opinion, I do not mince words. I am not concerned about supporters and detractors. I just want 
more people to read the column and reflect on my comments and conclusions. I want to provoke debate without bitterness. I want to influence the decision makers without being disrespectful to them. I want to shape policy from the opposition ranks. I believe I have succeeded in a fair measure. My argument that the contrary view of the CEA should be overruled and the government should stick to the fiscal consolidation path prevailed. My insistence on a standard rate of goods and services tax, GST, not exceeding 18%, appears to have been accepted. My formulation on the composition of the Monetary Policy Committee, MPC, with a casting vote, not a veto, to the Governor RBI was adopted by the government. These examples could be coincidences. Nevertheless, I am happy.